Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Welcome to the Girl CEO Podcast, the playground for female entrepreneurs. My name is Ronnie Brown, and I'm the author of Amazon's best-selling book, From Mopping Floors to Making Millions, and was once a teen mom turned millionaire business mentor. I created my Girl CEO community for women like you. Girl CEO, you are a trailblazer, a creative, an innovator, a boss, and a woman who knows that she deserves more. Join me each week while we uncover what it truly takes to be your own boss and become a successful girl CEO. And don't worry, sis, I got you. So one of the things I was just telling Ronnie is that, you know, first of all, Taylor just went through a long list of thank yous. And I feel like a very big thank you is owed to Ms. Taylor Moore for you creating this space. how dope it is to be from D.C. and to be in these spaces where there's so much amazing stuff just going on in this very city. But I feel like a lot of times when these larger corporations and entities are looking for someone to feature, it's almost as if like blindness by proximity or something. Yeah. They don't even look like in front of you. So I just want to like like at Facebook for even thinking and featuring someone yes. like Ronnie and like understanding the power of the platform that you guys have and lending a little bit of shine to yes. like folks like us who are just doing things even though Ronnie does not need it. <laughs> but with that, I guess one of my first questions is just what is a girl CEO to you? How would you define it? So a girl CEO to me is someone who is shattering glass ceilings. It is someone who is bold. It is a woman who is relentless about her hustle. It is a woman who is doing something that fills up her cup. She is more concerned about her passion than her pockets. And she's just living life on her own terms. I love that. And I love how take that mission in that spirit. And I just feel, I spent a lot of time just like looking at the different things that you're out there, like from articles to just your content and just your one minute conversations that she puts out there on her different feeds. And I feel like what you are so good at is this balance of self-care and professional care, which is something that I still struggle with, right? Yeah. And I just watch how you do it so effortlessly and with like so much grace. And I can't help but wonder, is this something that this young woman just kind of it was ingrained when she was a child? Or is this something that you just evolved and became and learned over time at being good at? So for me, I would say that I was always pushed like on the stage. I had this second grade teacher who turned around and she was also my sixth grade teacher. She was my favorite teacher of all times. Her name is Miss Gray. May her soul rest in peace. She made such an impact on my life at such a young age. She forced me into the choir at school. She made me read books to the class while she graded the papers. And because of that, I had to know how to read, okay? <laughs> and I was ready every single day and I didn't want to mess up. So she prepped me, she put me out there. She taught me that poise, she taught me confidence. When I was afraid, she pushed me out there. So 
I just want to stress that things like this happen in our lives sometimes and we don't even realize how people are setting us for the future. When I was in second grade, I used to, at night, I'm like, okay, I can't miss a word because I would be so embarrassed. Now I can read a teleprompter. People can tell me to jump on camera. I'm ready. I know what to say. And it's really from that mentorship with having a woman that believed in me, another woman, another black woman who she made me feel like she was my second mom. And she taught me to sing. She taught me to stand up straight. She always taught me to lift my head up high. And she believed in me. I don't know what it was. She saw something in me that no one else saw. And she pushed me throughout elementary school. And that carried along my lifetime. Like It just was always there. And so I love that. Let's talk about along your lifetime, right? Because I know that what we all see right now is like this fabulous, beautiful, like all together. And that's not even the case. <laughs> but I do feel like a lot of folks, especially like emerging entrepreneurs, people who are just kind of starting to like dabble and try to jump out there. What we're inundated with are these visions of just like perfection and beauty and like immediate success. And I would love to hear, I mean, like what was your journey like, right? What does it take? So everybody that's looking at me now, they're seeing chapter 10, chapter 11. You go to my Instagram page and you click the little setting tool at the top right-hand corner. I have been pushing content out on Instagram every day since I believe August 2011. So this is interesting, right? Because y'all, if y'all will, will give me the space, I want to. I just want to go in and out of the personal and the business. Because see, that's like what Ronnie does, and she does it beautifully. How does one like? Let's talk about that, right? Because I know that like some of the things that you really work on and the seminars that you have talk about how to leverage social media to really increase the profile of you know your business. How does one like? Tell me about that. Like, how do you have the discipline, the energy to be pushing out? And it's not. I mean, I don't know if y'all look, but this is like quality content, right? Yeah. I mean, to be honest with you, if you want to succeed in any area of your life, it's going to take two things. It's going to take dedication and it's going to take consistency, right? So you have to have discipline. You have to have that grit that's required. And you also have to have an investor's mindset. A lot of times we have a very temporary result driven goal, which we want to be successful very fast. Success doesn't happen fast. I started my Instagram in 2011. It's 2000. We're about to hit 2020. So you have to ask yourself, yourself, if you want to be an entrepreneur, do you have 10 years? Do you love what you're doing so much that you're willing to do it for a decade? And I mean a decade with no pay, a decade with no applause, a decade with no one, you know, seeing you or noticing you because it's so crazy. I sat in my office the other night with my children and they're my biggest cheerleaders and they do this contest where they get their Instagram, they pull up their Instagrams and they all go back to my first picture. And I literally have my first picture saved in my phone. And I was sitting in my car and I was coming from corporate America and I was pregnant and I was leaned over and I literally had 11 likes on that photo and no one knew who I was. Then I was just Ronnie that worked for the government that had this vision of being an entrepreneur and educating other women on how to make money doing what they love. I wasn't wealthy. No one followed me. There were there were no comments on that photo. You have to be able to go through the process. So let's talk about the kids. 
right? So I'm curious because, so we both have a seven-year-old girl. Yes. And what I am realizing, what I've learned both wonderfully and painfully is that little girls at the age of seven, they may look young and scrumptious and naive and wonderful, but they are taking it all Oh yes, I am. Right? And so I'm curious as to how your seven-year-old would describe what mommy does when she goes to work. So her entire presentation about Girl CEO, first of all, she wears a button to school every day that says Girl CEO. I love that. And today when I picked her up, she says, Mom, you would not believe what happened today. And I said, baby, what happened? Tell me. And she's like, we were on the playground and all the girls were standing in a circle and they were chanting, go, girl, see you. Go, girl, see you. <laughs> so she's really the owner of the company and I'm literally just the co-owner. But she tells me, if you watch me, if you follow me, she's like, this is my business. We're helping women. She's a mentor. She's like a baby. She's a girl, see you and training, right? I get her on my lives and she's educating. So when people ask what I do, she's going to say, my mom, she helps women make a lot of money. That's right. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm all for this. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so what advice for all of the aspiring girl CEOs in the room, right? That are kind of toying with the idea of, you know, maybe taking a side hustle and making it a full time. Yeah. And, you know, like building on the whole idea of, look, a decade without applause, which I love. And I like, want to figure out how to make a button out of that says a decade without a fall. That was good. Okay. It's real. <laughs> it was good. But what advice would you give for all of the aspiring girl CEOs? Like the jump, like what would you tell them? The first thing I would say is this is not for the weak at heart. The second thing I would say is don't quit your day job too fast. Don't allow your ego to rush you into something that your business revenue can't cover. Because when you're out there and you're selling products or you're selling services, that rent still has to be paid. That mortgage has to be paid, right? And it's real. We have to understand that sometimes we have to leverage our nine to fives to fund our businesses. And right now I see a lot of people temporarily making these decisions and they're like, I'm hearing from God. I'm like, no, you're hearing from your ego. <laughs> That's not the Lord. That's Don't blame that on the Lord. You're hearing from your ego. The good Lord didn't tell you to walk away from that job. You just prayed and asked him to give you that job, sis. <laughs> So don't blame it on God. So we're prematurely walking away from jobs that we need so we can have the stability to take care of our families and have the income to invest in our businesses. We have to understand aspiring girl CEOs that it takes money to make money. I just invested in a program. It was $15,000 for a mentorship. And I literally couldn't even believe. And they gave me a discount. They were like, just pay 10K. I slid the card over. I was like, Lord Jesus, give it back to me. Give it back to me. I believe in you. You are the provider. <laughs> I'm sowing the seed, right? So we just have to take our time and, and really study the analytics. Because I remember my first business I started and I made like $5,000 one time and I thought I was just like rocking it out. And this is before I started making real money. I was selling like makeup and candles and I was using social media to promote my business. And I was like, oh yeah, forget this job. Y'all know, you start making money, you okay. like, what? <laughs> it's only 8.05. <laughs> I'm supposed to be here at eight. Why are you checking me? Like you get this feeling, this sense of entitlement because you think you've arrived. And it was just a good launch. 
the next week I was like, can I get some extra hours? <laughs> so don't prematurely leave the jobs. Create that income. Invest in your business. Be patient. Stay humble. Save your money. Don't buy Chanel. All right? Buy some real estate. Okay? <laughs> Invest in your company. These are just some of the things that I wish I would have done to me. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that leads it perfect. I mean, one of the things we were talking about is that this is such a moment where we're just seeing black girl magic everywhere, yeah. right? And we are having like just a magical moment. But I do think that there are a lot of pitfalls. I almost believe that because we are the flavor, that it just makes us that much more vulnerable to folks mm-hmm. trying to come and copy. And we were just talking oh, about yeah. this mm-hmm. as we were coming up. Yeah. And so I'm curious as to, you know, like building upon the whole, like, don't buy Chanel, like building upon all those things, like what are some of the common pitfalls that you see, you know, with working with some of these with, with emerging entrepreneurs? The reluctance, like they don't want to invest in themselves. Yeah. Yeah. People think that they're going to get free mentorship that's actually going to increase their income. Anything that's free is surface. You're going to pay for the how. People will tell you the what. They will charge you for the how. And if you want real mentorship, you better pay for the how, not the what. Right? Because I had a lot of people tell me, you should do this, you should do that. But I had to pay. That 10000 I was just talking about, I had to pay for someone to walk me through it. Because what happens is you want to learn from successful people. That's right. Right? And if someone is really successful, that means that they have to stop their business, come and sit down with you, put their stuff on hold, so you're going to have to pay. And I'm not talking 100 bucks. Right? So the first thing is not wanting to invest. We will go and buy a Starbucks every day of the week. But we won't pay for a membership for a coaching program that's gonna expose us to a community of business-minded women that we can grow with, that we can talk to, that we can be comfortable talking about money goals with, but we'll buy Starbucks every day. At the end of the month, we'll spend 500 on Starbucks or McDonald's or eating out. Or every Friday, you and your girls go to Fridays and (laughs) y'all drink and have a good time. So the lack of investing is the biggest thing. Then another thing that I noticed with working with up and coming girl CEOs is that the fact that they're always afraid that someone's gonna steal their thing. It's like, she's copying me. She's gonna steal my thing. She's copying me. She's gonna steal my thing. And it's like, baby, like you can give her every step. But there's this special flavor in you that no one can copy. You don't have anything to be worried about. I don't really care about that because no one can do me like me, right? So that's another problem. And I think that we spend so much time being consumed with someone trying to sell our idea or our brand or try to copy us. But what happens is we have to understand this. When people copy us, it's because they see the fruit. They didn't see us up there with the shovel, (laughs) digging the dirt, you know, pulling the weeds up, putting the soil in, packing down the dirt, watering it three times a day in the summertime. They didn't see that. So they'll start it and, you know, with social media, you can make everything look good, but what happens is when the passion is not there and the heart is not in it, 
it fizzles out, right? So I believe that so many black women, we get distracted because we want to say, this is my thing. I created this. I was doing this first. Just, just keep your head down. Just keep your head down. It's like a race. You ever go to a horse race? They have blinders on, right? They have the blinders on so they don't get distracted. But all of those things are gonna come up against you. People coughing on you, friends not supporting you, people talking about you, people unfollowing you because you're posting your business too much. It's a distraction. So you gotta get in the race, put your blinders on and stay focused. And then last but not least, one of the biggest things that I see is we quit too fast. We'll work for a corporate company for 10, 15 years and get a $2 raise and stay and then go to happy hour to celebrate the $2 raise. And we make $300 a month or $100 or $50 in something that we're doing for one, two, three months or six months or even a year. And we're like, I was, I was trying to be a millionaire. I'm done with this. We'll quit on ourselves. That's right. But we say security is an employment with other people. It's the scariest thing I've ever seen. I'm sorry, it's heavy. Okay. So here's what I'm curious about. So you said the first Instagram post was 2011? 2011, sitting in my car, pregnant with my daughter. So tell me about a day of work for Ronnie in 2011 compared to a day of work for Ronnie today. Okay, so a day of work with Ronnie in 2011 was a day of procrastination, looking busy, counting down the hours, sitting in a cube, hating my life. Really, I didn't like it. I never wanted to wake up at six o'clock in the morning because literally I drove there complaining. And it's so heavy on you when you're not doing what you love. I say that 90% of stress comes from doing things you hate, being with people you hate, mm-hmm. <laughs> and going places you hate, all right? So that was my life back then. I was in a cube, I was skinny, baby. I probably, <laughs> I, look, I, look, I have a picture, I looked at the other day, I looked like I was wet, I weighed about 90 pounds. <laughs> all right, I was stressed, I was skinny, and I was worried. Because when you're in those jobs, I mean, you look to your left, you look to your right, and you see that lady that's over there, she's been there for 30 years. That's right. The pictures in her cube, they're cracking. She's just rocking. She's like, five more years, baby, I'm out of here. And then you just start thinking, oh my God, is that gonna be me? And then I'm like, am I, I used to ask myself, am I gonna have to get a job at Walmart after this? You know, so I was living in fear. I wasn't doing what I love. And then I didn't have a college degree. So everyone told me because I didn't go to college, I was done. And then I had kids. So it was like, okay, you're gonna be on welfare and your life is over. So when people tell you that, it's like once the water gets in the ship, it starts to sink, right? So I had to literally condition my mind every day. Like, I'm gonna show them. That's, I'm not going out like that. I'm gonna work hard every day. And that's what I did. So a day now is I'm up at five, six o'clock in the morning. I'm going to bed at two o'clock in the morning because I'm so excited. I'm pumped. I'm calling Shannon. I'm like, good morning, Shannon. What are we doing today? Like, I'm ready to rock and roll. You know, we're brainstorming. I'm talking to my team. I'm doing meetings. I have people flying in to do VIP days with me for me to help them build their brands. We are getting content ready for Girl CEO to pour into the women to make sure that we're not giving them motivation. I'm sick of motivation. We want women in our program to get quality 
resources, tools, and strategies to apply to their businesses that are going to increase income. So we do that and we do meetups. I mean, we're scheduling our events and it's just, it's all purpose, girl. When you walking in purpose, you just, people be like, you glowing. I'm like, girl, walking in purpose. <laughs> like, it's just purpose all over me now. That's what it is. Well, and so, okay. I like that. What about, so I was reading this amazing, this very lovely article on you and they were talking about, you know, family, they were talking about professional, they were talking about your service, all of these things. And the article literally said, she's a woman who has it all. And so my question to you, when when this happens, right, when you can kind of lay down and be like, I feel like I have it all, I am content, I have what I need, right, I know you're already disagreeing, but <laughs> is it something that you have to work at every day to maintain, or is it something that just maintains itself? You never have it all. You make a decision to be happy and fulfilled with what you have. I'm happy because I'm making a difference in other people's lives. It's not about having it all with me. There are days where I'm over it. I'm tired. I'm drained. I'm stressed. I'm running around. I cry in the car. Like, I literally, you haven't gotten to a certain level of crazy until you talk yourself out your tears, right? I will have a day where I'm so stressed and I'll cry and I'm like, all right, girl, had your five minutes, let's go. I'm coaching myself through the tears. So no, I don't have it all. I go through life, issues, everything that you can think of, I go through it, but I'm committed to the outcome. That's the only difference. I love that. And then, so what would you say, what would you tell yourself, like in 2011, what would you tell yourself that it was gonna look like in 2020? If I can be super transparent with you, I spent a long time being sold on other people's vision because I was in the direct sales industry and I wasn't confident in my own mission, in my own vision. I felt like I got lucky because someone told me that, but I had the secret sauce the entire time. It wasn't the company, it wasn't an association, it wasn't an affiliation, it was me. The people bought me. And I wanna just stress this to all of you ladies here. You may be associated or affiliated with something or a brand or a company, and you may be so fearful to step out and bet on you, right? And especially as a black woman, we've been taught that we need to have someone providing for us. We've been taught that security isn't a job. We've been taught that, you know, someone gave us the opportunity. No, I gave you the opportunity to experience Ronnie. That's right. Right? So I was stuck in that. And then I realized, no, God gave me a gift. It's time for me to walk in my gift. If, If you can make six figures a year for someone else's company, trust and believe that they see value and they know that you can do that for yourself. Mm-hmm. You can probably do double for yourself. So one day I had to wake up and say, hey, if I can make seven figures for someone else and they're paying me a percentage and I'm making seven figures, baby, if I go all in with this, I'm gonna double it up for me. Mm-hmm. So you have to have the confidence and you have to really believe in yourself. And this is why anyone that's a mom, you really have to build your daughters up. Yeah. One of my best friends, that your, your kids are so confident. And it's because I, I instill that into my children. My daughter is so confident. Baby, when she walks in the room, it's her room. 
she will take over the room. So we have to believe in ourselves as black women and understand that marketing is changing, business is changing, people are buying that product that you're selling for that company. They're buying you. You think it's the secret sauce. You think the company is the sauce. The company will teach you. You learn. You learn tools. You learn strategies. You learn different systems. You learn how to deal with people. But you are the sauce always. That's right. And then so just because of the room that we're in, I think that we have... I just got the two minutes, y'all, which I'm very sorry about. (laughs) But given the form that we're in, right, I feel like one of the things that's just really special about this space is that we all all are coming in from different spaces, right? We have ladies in the tech space. We have ladies that are in policy. We have entrepreneurs. And we have folks that just have, like, eight, nine different hats on. Yeah. But I do think, like, as we can come together as black women, One of the things that I care deeply about, and what I'm pretty sure everyone in this room cares deeply about, is how can we strategically kind of keep black dollars in black communities, right? Mm -hmm. So what are some of the things, like what advice would you give? Because you're nice, because you're on both sides of it, right? Because you got the business, but you can invest, like, you know what I'm saying? And so I'm curious as to like, what what are your thoughts? What's your advice? Like, let's, I want to hear, let's talk some strategy here as to how we can leverage all of our own, like unique resources and keep what's happening going. Well, the first thing that we have to do is we have to start spending money with each other. And we have to stop questioning each other's pricing, right? I tell people all the time, you will only make what you are willing to pay other people. Yes. If you aren't willing to pay other people that, don't you ever expect anyone to pay you that, right. right? That's the first thing. Then we have to make sure that we are employing our own We have to make sure that we are supporting our own. And we also have to make sure that we aren't afraid to promote our own. That's right. Sometimes we'll put our business, our vision, our dreams on the back burner and we'll spend years working for someone else's company because they're paying us a million dollars, right? I I would never figure I had someone left. I mean, it's like, when you take this serious, you're really gonna win. I'm like, I'm already winning. I'm winning and I own it. This is a legacy for my children. We have to invest more into things that we can pass down to our kids in real life. If you if you're not if your name is not the owner or the CEO of that company, your children can't inherit that. Like they can't get that. So we have to work together, we have to collaborate, we have to buy from each other, we have to promote one another, and then we have to pay one another. Right? If we're gonna go buy a purse, I'm gonna buy a glamaholic bag from my friend Mia, right? And I'm gonna promote that the way I would promote that Gucci. I'm gonna promote that the way I would kick my shoes up and show that red bone. I'm gonna show I have on Glamaholics. If I'm buying hair products, I'm gonna sit there and I'm gonna get my old organics because Monique is my friend. If I'm going out here and I'm getting me an outfit, I'm going, I'm shopping, I'm buying Nicole and Nail, right? I'm live right now. Thank you, Facebook, for reaching out to me. I'm putting my girls on. I'm putting my girls on right here. This is what we have to do. When we in front of the camera, we can speak about other black women that are winning as well. This is how we gonna win together. That's right. That was a plug right there. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you know? Yep. And then that was the perfect tea up to say <laughs> thank you, Black and Facebook, for letting us have this important thank conversation. You, Taylor, thank you for bringing us all together. Um, 
Irmani, thank you. This was fantastic. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Thank you all. Can we say of being upsold at gyms my guy you're currently a base member for 90 dollars more i can upgrade you to our shred membership for 130 more you'll be a swole member and for just 300 dollars more you'll reach sweat platinum at planet fitness you'll get energy without the upsell never pushy always free fitness training and equipment for every workout it's fitness that fits your budget join planet fitness for just one dollar down and ten dollars a month cancel anytime deal ends friday may 10th see home club for details